0: Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their
1: life and leadership. Special thanks to all of you in our community. Gosh, you've been so good to us with the release of Journey of the Soul. We know we just hit number one on Amazon and pre-sales and Christian discipleship, and that's thanks to your partnership. It's been great to interact with many of you who are on our launch team in the Facebook group community as well. So gosh, thanks so much for being a part of this journey and it's fun to see what God wants to do with Journey of the Soul.
0: Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Welcome, Soul Talk friends. We love being in community with you. We are so grateful for you following Jesus with us. We always love to hear from you. And we are excited today because, Bill, you're holding a copy of the book.
1: Journey of the Soul is out in just days. For a few of you, might have a copy. We do. And so, gosh, yeah, holding this book with all these years that have gone into this is like, wow. I mean, I'm not sitting here as a first-time author, uh, we've written a number of books, but this one is a special book that has been a lot of extra to go into this um, model for emotional and spiritual growth as we unpack the stages of faith. And so it is it is very fulfilling, and I'm just so excited for you who are listening to Dive into this book and learn all that God has taught us and share this with your friends and the people that you minister to, to give them a a field map, a a guide for life in the kingdom of God uh, with Jesus and how do you do it? What are the the steps and the different stages and how do you get through that wall and into this deeper life and deeper love and deeper joy with the Lord?
0: And thank you for your prayers that you've sown into this book too and for following Jesus with us on our journey we're we're really grateful and we're excited because one of the things that God has provided for us to do is to help you and others like you to really go through this book together because growth happens in community and you know sometimes we might feel like well i don't know i mean i'm kind of my 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 small group experience isn't very good you know bill you and i have had some small group experiences that weren't good, that were frustrating, that we didn't want to continue in. And I think early on in our faith journey, I would find groups that I could be a part of that were great at studying the Bible and talking about, you know, kind of heady things, uh, faith, but they didn't integrate an impact with my feelings. And I'd often leave kind of feeling like, Well, okay, that's all great, but nobody here knows or cares how much I'm hurting and struggling. I don't feel safe, to be honest about that here. Or we'd be in a group that maybe was more like a support group where there'd be a lot of talk about the real and the pain and there'd be a lot of sharing of that and the struggle. But we'd all kind of leave kind of depressed and kind of hopeless because we were just all kind of drowning in each other's pain.
1: Yeah, and so it's the integration of the two. Healthy feelings and faith is how we talk about it in soul shepherding. And so how do we integrate the, the real life struggles, challenges, stresses, and hurts into a, a vibrant faith and trust in Jesus? How do we bring our daily lives and relationships and work into the kingdom of God? And so that's what a soul shepherding group does, and that's what uh, Journey of the Soul really facilitates that for you.
0: Well, we have had the blessing over the last 30 years of just leading so many small groups, just hundreds and hundreds of groups. And through that to really learn a lot about what, how to lead a healthy group, a healthy shepherding group, a healthy group that will help us grow and develop to be more emotionally and spiritually healthy and whole and godly.
1: Some of those learnings come from leading therapy groups, you know, and it's the whole process of group therapy, you really you really learn about the dynamics of relationships in groups and communities and the the different feelings and issues and and projections that are going on in a group process and how the uh, the group room is actually quite crowded with people because each person brings a, a number of, of people uh, in their head coming from their family of origin or, or others in their life that are sort of uh, voices or um, uh, uh, attitudes with, within them. And so when one person has a particular personality or says something, it can trigger things from our history that we then are reacting to unconsciously, not even realizing it, and so there's a, there's a lot going on there. And then on top of that is the, the relational dynamics of a different th- history or experiences that people have in their relationship with each other. So there's a lot of relationships and a lot of potential uh, trigger points that are, are going on in any group. And so that's why it's very important that we have some structure in our groups to keep them safe and confidential and that we're good with, with empathy And uh, in guiding people along in a journey.
0: Well, we kind of got this vision from the Lord to write this leader's guide and to do our webinar on how to on group shepherding from a, a surprise, an accident. We well, we have our spiritual instruction training program. And one of the things we were hearing, we always love hearing from you guys. One of the things we were hearing from people that come to the Institute is how how much they love the groups And how much the group being together as a group and growing as a group is so powerful for them. And so in our spiritual direction training, every year we're kind of tweaking that to learn and integrate our learning and how we can do it better. And so this last year, we put in a new class in our spiritual direction training, and that was group soul shepherding, how to lead soul shepherding groups. Because we realized we really want those that we're training to be able to learn to go and do what they're experiencing and loving so much. And that there's a lot of unconscious competencies we've acquired over the last 30 years in that. So you taught a class on that. And it just started really freely just sharing things that you've learned intuitively. And everybody loved that class. And everybody was like, oh, man, you know, that was so good. And they had such good questions. And so we were talking to our consultant about that. And he was like, man, the church needs this. You you got to write this. You, you got to put this in writing for people. And it, our team was just leaning into this content. And so you felt called by the Lord that, well, that's what we need to do with the, the Journey of the Soul Leaders Guide, is a good part of this needs to be setting up the leader and how to lead a healthy group. And so, In the beginning of the Leader's Guide for Journey of the Soul Leader's Guide, you've got tips to help difficult people. You've included the group guidelines that we use when we're leading a group at our institute or a pastor's group or or another context on on retreat. And we're excited for you, our listeners, to be able to get and receive some of the fruit of what we've learned in this and to be able to implement that in groups that you lead.
1: Yeah, and that's all on our website, journeyofthesoul.org. And uh, in fact, if you're uh, on our launch team, you you're get a digital copy of the Leader Guide for free. Uh, and this, I personally wrote this. This was not like uh, uh, dished off to an assistant to sort of just kind of put together. I put a lot of time into this. And, and some of you listening were on our, 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 our research uh, team, our, our, our think tank that was giving us feedback on this and your experience with uh, the early uh, version of this because we were able to improve it even more. And we really appreciate your help with that. So, yeah, you know, practical things, because when we're leading a group, we're dealing with difficult people. I mean, probably all of us have something that's difficult about us. Certainly, if you've led groups, you know that sometimes, you know, there's people that are chronically late and that disrupts things. Or you got people that are in their head all the time and or other people that are over talking and dominating or people that are giving advice and debating or judging uh, people that are really shy and they're not, not coming out. And so, you know, how do we deal with these different personalities, and different challenges, so that the group is a safe place and it's, it's meeting that goal that you were talking about, Christy, where it's, it's both um, uh, emotionally real, but also uh, Christ centered and giving us meaningful guidance in uh, the progression of our spiritual formation?
0: Well, and I think, too, one of the things that we've gotten feedback on is, well, I want to lead a group, but it's too much to try to give the content and facilitate and be, you know, present to the Lord and the people. And, you know, so I need help in this. And so that's one of the things that God's provided for us to give a journey. The soul is help with this. We've, We've filmed some videos of the content, so you don't have to worry about the content. We've we set you up, and then you can facilitate the discussion. And we've even set you up with the discussion because we put together these Soul Talk cards for Journey of the Soul. It's a card deck. It looks just like a, a deck of playing cards. Uh, but when you pull it out, it does not When you pull it out, it's got the symbol for each stage, and then it's got questions for discussions and a Bible verse on it. So, so
1: you've got, you're holding one for I'm the inner one, journey, yeah. and it's got a, a shovel on it. And it's uh, sort of a, a dark blue color. Each stage is a different color.
0: And each stage has a symbol. So the symbol for inner journey is a shovel because we're digging deep into letting the Lord uncover and unearth some of the things that are weeds that have grown that need to be uprooted or plant some new seeds. So this, this card here says from Psalm 139, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test my thoughts, point out anything you find in me that makes you sad, and lead me along the path of everlasting life. And the question here is, how might feeling sad, rather than feeling bad, about a personal weakness, bring you life?
1: Yeah, and so uh, we were doing some peaks and pits uh, last night in the jacuzzi. And that was so good for me, Chrissy, you're leading us in that because first of all, you're just helping me to practice gratitude for uh, different ways that uh, we've connected with God uh, in the last year and leading up till now. Uh, so so good to slow down and, and remember and appreciate, and that's one side of the inner journey is growing in that intimacy with God and our appreciation of grace. Then the other side is what this question is getting at in this card is is that well you know we've got disappointments and stresses and we've got hurts, and so finding the sadness, because a lot of times we we've, we get um, you know we, we spin off into worries or we react with, with with anger, or we just sort of start slumping down into a, a discouragement or even depression. And what helps us deal with these uh, negative, troubling emotions is when we can also get underneath them into the, the deep sadness where there's there's a hurt, an unmet need, some sort of a longing and articulate that. And so, you know, when I hear you uh, talk about, you know, a particular peak or uh, stress point, and it's like, yeah, I was, I was overworking or I was distracted or I was so uh, focused in on the problems that I'm trying to solve and leading our ministry that I wasn't, as emotionally present in that situation as I as I want to be and as I'm capable of being and as I have been in other situations and so I feel that sadness I feel that sense of loss and so then you know sharing that with you I think probably you feel loved when I say that because then you feel like oh well Bill's heart really is there and then hopefully that even emboldens you that well yeah that's why he likes it when I I say you know hey let let's spend some time together let's stop working and go have, go have some fun because it's activating that that side of that side other side of me that sometimes I um, neglect.
0: Yeah, and I think another thing that really helps me with this question is because, especially because on the neagram, I'm a shame type. So I just naturally, unconsciously go to the feeling bad when I become aware of a fault, a weakness, a failure. This week I was talking with someone, and there had been a miscommunication, and it, it had really affected her because she... Um, she'd done some hard work on something and it had kind of been wasted. And as I was listening to her and realizing that I was feeling bad. And so I was explaining to her the pieces of the communication that she didn't know. And I was doing that because I was feeling so bad that we hadn't communicated better. And then when I got some space and I was reflecting and I was praying about that and I was praying for her and praying that, you know, we would grow and learn and, um, I I, I realized, well, actually, I I feel really sad about this. And then as I got in my sadness about it, facilitated my prayer, then the Lord really gave me empathy for her. And I realized, oh, I didn't empathize with her. Instead, what I did was just provide her more information on the communication she didn't have that she was missing. And she appreciated that. She received that very graciously. But I was able to then take another step that, that God gave me in that insight from feeling sad to move in love and to reach out to her with empathy. And I don't think I, I would have done that if I had just only gotten to the place of feeling bad. If I hadn't spent some time with the Lord and let him get in touch with the sadness.
1: Thanks for sharing that, Christy, because that really helps us understand. I, I And I respect the way that you're Self-reflections and self-awareness to move through and just into your praying with the Lord and processing, move out of shame and into sadness is illustrating the point. And then that that awareness and that acceptance of your sad feeling opened you up for to have greater empathy for this person and then and to reach out to her with empathy, uh, even in your prayers for her and then in conversation. And so that really illustrates for us how, how it works and in, in, in what the uh, Soul Talk card there, uh, the Journey of the Soul Soul Talk card, on a drawing on the verse from Psalm 139, search me and know me, O God, test me, know my anxious thoughts, see if there's any hurtful way in me and then this, this question of reflection around the sadness, it's like, okay, that's, you're showing us, that's how it works if i If I will join with the Lord, the Spirit of Truth who is always searching me to help me find words and connect with the feelings and bring that into relationship and then receive that grace from the Lord, uh, from Scripture, from someone who's listening to me, then that helps me turn around and do it for somebody else and give them empathy and compassion.
0: Well, yeah. And then she gave me empathy and compassion back.
1: Yeah, it's a great merry-go-round, love and, one another as we so, just circle so, through it. Yeah, yeah. And
0: so see what would have happened before what, and what can happen. And this happens in groups. I've seen this, where if I had just stayed in the feeling bad and the guilt then what happens is I don't want to see that person again because I'm feeling shame. I'm feeling bad and I'm not feeling safe with them. I'm not feeling comfortable with them. And so then I avoid, right? How many times has somebody not come to a small group because of a situation like that? They're too ashamed about their weakness or their failure, or there wasn't that giving that, that shared empathy and safety. And so, but instead, because I got to that point of feeling sad that, my lack of communication had hurt her, had cost her, and I communicated that with empathy and that she had she gave empathy back, which I wasn't even expecting, um, I'm no longer controlled in my relationship with her by this shame, by this feeling bad, by this weakness, by this this mistake that I made of not communicating better. And instead now what's prevailing in our relationship is the love and empathy that we felt and that we received and that connection. And so you see how God brings redemption in it.
1: Right. So what you're saying, Christy, is that instead of sort of maybe withdrawing, isolating, and you know feeling bad, you're able to move towards her in relationship with, with warmth.
0: Yeah, because if I had stayed in the feeling bad, then I would just feel insecure around her, and I would mm-hmm. avoid her, or I'd be, I'd be distracted and controlled when I'm around her, and I wouldn't be able to be vulnerable again, because I'd feel like I need to avoid this weakness now that she knows I have, that I had, uh, that I didn't, you know, communicate clearly, and that cost her, and I might do it again, and oh no, and so then I'm insecure around her, instead of able to be relaxed and enjoy the relationship of love God's given us.
1: Yeah, shame is is like a a cruddy, murky, uh, toxic swamp that just uh, creates all sorts of other negative emotions like fear and, and isolation and guilt and anger and depression and really pulls us out of relationship. That's why no good thing comes from shame. So really admire you for doing that that inner work and moving towards relationship. And gosh, I appreciate how you do that with me. It seems like every day when there's different tension points or disappointments, you know, that uh, that's that's how we love each other. That's that's God's way.
0: Well, and that's so important because the Lord calls us to love each other. This is part of the greatest commandment, right? To love him and then to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And that's why we doing these groups and growing together and going through a book like Journey of the Soul in a group context is so powerful and important because we will, as as we follow each other, we're not on this journey of our soul alone. He's put us here with others and others are a big help and in fact we can't do this journey alone we need others even jesus journeyed with a small group
1: yeah so friends uh listening our great prayer for you is that you would be in a uh, jesus friends group like is talking about there uh, just as jesus met with his, his disciples in groups that you would have that experience in a small group or even a friend over coffee uh and or a sunday school classroom where you uh, even if it's on zoom where would you have this experience of healthy feelings and faith coming together and learning together about the journey of the soul and the christ stages and so you know it's really been a joy for us and a work of love to put together all this whole package here so We've got the, got the book that really lays it out for you, lots of practical uh, tips and lots of stories that make it very engaging and easy to understand, lots of scriptures that are being unpacked for you. Uh, but then we've got all these supporting resources like we've mentioned here, so we've got the leader guide, we've got the journey of the soul soul talk cards, we've got resources we haven't mentioned, like uh, uh, sermon outlines for for pastors and teachers and retreat leaders. and we've got a uh, uh, Spotify playlist of worship songs, 30 songs for each of the the Christ stages. And so uh, all of these things are helping you now to in uh, the videos uh, main thing, yeah, the, uh, a 10 minute video for each of the Christ stages to help facilitate you having these uh, soul talks and times of scripture meditation together with your friends for uh, great experiences of, of learning and, and spiritual growth. And so you'll find all of this on journeyofthesoul.org. And if you pre-order, you get some uh, special uh, freebie bonuses in there as well.
0: Jesus, thank you that you have not let us journey alone. That you've given us, brothers and sisters in your family, to journey with. And Lord, we just pray and ask that you would, would guide each one of us. Who are you calling us to really journey with and grow together in, in our growth spiritually and emotionally? You provide opportunities and provide courage, Lord, for our listeners, that you're calling to take initiative, to lead a group, and to grow together. And to pray for one another, would you just guide them to who that is and provide them with what they need to follow you together? And thank you, Lord, for the ways that you are going to use this opportunity to unify your church as they grow in empathy for one another, as they grow to receive empathy and come to understand what you're doing in them and through them, what you've done in the past in the early stages of their journey and as you give them a vision for what you have next for them. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: One of the great gifts in the process of releasing Journey of the Soul has been building relationships with pastors and leaders of so many incredible organizations. And one of these is the Pastors' Workshop. The Pastors' Workshop curates a library of sermon resources for pastors and leaders. I so enjoy getting to know the founder, Stuart Strachan, and just really appreciate his ministry and his heart. So if you are a pastor or a leader, a teacher, someone who's looking for new places to find great content, then check them out at thepastorsworkshop.com. That's thepastorsworkshop.com.
0: Well, as a new author, I'm learning a lot about books and publishing. And one of those things that I'm learning is that pre-ordering really is important. I didn't know this, but I learned that all pre-ordered books count as first day sales. And that makes a big difference, so you can really help us if you pre-order Journey of the Soul because it will make Journey of the Soul easier to find on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Journey of the Soul is owned by Soul Shepherding. Bill and I wrote it, but we gave the rights to Soul Shepherding. So prophets will go to this ministry and support ministry to pastors, to missionaries, to people serving God around the world. You can find out more by visiting journeyofthesoul.org. And thank you so much for journeying with us in Jesus.
1: Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at
0: soulshepherding.org.